from India's largest newsroom, I'm Arun George, and this is the Times of India podcast. Since it started earlier this year, the protest by a group of wrestlers against BJP MP Bridge Bhushan Sharan Singh has been a bit like a wrestling match. There have been minor victories, setbacks, and large periods of stalemate. It's also not very clear presently what could be deemed a victory. Singh, who was chief of the Wrestling Federation of India, initially refused to vacate the post despite serious allegations of sexual misconduct. However, he was finally suspended. Committees were formed to look into the allegation, and after a Supreme Court intervention, police cases were filed against the BJP lawmaker. Yet, despite allegations under the stringent Protection of Children from Sexual Offences Act or POCSO, Bridgebushan has not been arrested. On Sunday, the 28th of May, the wrestlers attempted to march towards the new Parliament building, which was being inaugurated. Instead, Olympic medal-winning wrestlers like Vinesh Fogart, Sakshi Malik, and Bajrang Punia were unceremoniously carried off and detained by the police. <laughs> Bridge Bhushan, on the other hand, was photographed at the parliament ceremony waving to cameras. After their release, the wrestlers found that their protest site in Delhi had been dismantled and they threatened to immerse their medals in the river Ganga in protest. That was put on hold after they were convinced to wait five days by farmers group leader Naresh Tikait. Bridge Bhushan Singh, however, maintains his innocence and says that the wrestlers have been inconsistent in their demands. In an early episode, we'd spoken with athlete Duti Chand, who'd said sportspersons should be supporting the protesting wrestlers. Few athletes had spoken up in support of the wrestlers earlier. The number of voices increased dramatically after the events of May 28th. Most of the voices of support have come on social media, with many of the former athletes who spoke up preferring not to venture beyond that. Today, we're speaking to one of the athletes who is willing to go beyond 20 characters of support. Nisha Millet represented India at the Olympics in 2000. After her swimming career ended, she started training swimmers at her swimming academy. Speaking to my colleague Pinaki Chakraborty and me from Bengaluru, Nisha said that she's certain that had the accused not been a sitting parliamentarian, things would have gone very differently. I think if this, you know, the accused was not a sitting MP, I think justice would have been served long back. They would have, you know, had a huge, you know, public trial and they would have put him in jail. Here, I think the last final straw was when you invite him to the new parliament building, you know, when there are allegations against him, very serious allegations by many uh, girls, especially a, a minor as well, right? So that's a very, very serious allegation and he's admitted to you know, some part of it saying that, yes, I have gotten friendly with him. So he should be, you know, at least under house arrest, pending a very serious investigation. And here he is going and these girls are being locked up, you know, manhandled by uh, policemen just because they're doing a peaceful protest. So I think it's just about who the accused is. If it was anybody else, you know, things would have been very different, I feel. Nisha says that if the wrestlers levelling the allegations against Bridge Bhushan had been junior, it might have been brushed aside much more easily. She also says what's upsetting is the lack of transparency when it comes to the ongoing probes against Bridge Bhushan. But what explains why there are so few athletes speaking up in support of the protest? 
I think it's still that fear of what will happen to me. Some of them run academies. Like I also run an academy. But at the same time, this is not done. Like, you know, you have to speak up regardless of what will happen. Now, in the past, so many times, I've gotten calls from the Swimming Federation saying, oh, you should not speak openly about the Federation. I say, too bad. If you are doing something wrong, we will vocalize. We will talk about it. So a lot of ex-athletes are worried about this, you know, that uh, they will get uh, some kind of consequences to them speaking out. Current athletes, of course, they know very clearly. You go out in the open and you speak out and you don't uh, uh, you don't know whether they'll allow you to compete in your next competition. They'll disqualify you. These things have been happening for years. But like you said, ex-athletes now need to say, okay, enough. You know, I'm not competing anymore. I need to put my neck out there. I need to go to the protests. I need to share it on social media. You, you can sit in the comfort of your home and share these messages on social media, you know. Spread the word so that others also realize this is not okay. But Nisha says she also has a more personal reason for backing these protests. Her daughters, who are swimmers. You know, as a mother of two girls who are also young sports people, they're just getting into their swimming career. I want to set this example that it is not okay if somebody does something, you must speak out. Even if it is, you know, a misunderstanding later on, that can be clear. If there's any kind of inappropriate touch, it has to be brought to the official notice and it should be taken very seriously. While there have been some reports that have quoted parents of girls who have taken up wrestling, Nisha says a lack of action in this case will definitely affect the number of girls who take up the sport of wrestling. The whole wrestling, the the whole community now, we won't have wrestlers and wrestling is one of the top sports where we have great chance for medals even at the next Olympics. Who will want to send their daughters now into, uh, into sports in general, but especially into wrestling when you hear about something so serious and nothing has been done? The one thing that came out during the Me Too movement that peaked in 2017 was the pervasiveness of sexual harassment. 81% of women who took an online survey in the US in 2018 said they had experienced some form of sexual harassment. In India, a report claimed that a majority of women had faced some form of sexual harassment at some point and only a small fraction of them had reported it. Nisha says she knows just how pervasive sexual harassment is in sport, given she faced sexual harassment while competing under the Indian flag. And she saw it go unpunished. At one point, at this, there was an Indian Olympic Association official who did try and, you know, proposition me. I was very young at some event. And in those days, you know, I told my parents and they also said, you know, he just talked to me and he just, you know, said a few things. And they said, stay the hell away from him. They made sure they were always with me. And we knew at that point of time, if he spoke up in those days, there was not as much, you know, clout in terms of social media. And they just, you know, were protective. And I was smart enough to know that, okay, I, I should immediately tell my parents. I shouldn't be, uh, you know, afraid to speak up. We brought it to the officials notice. Nothing ever came out of it. It happens regularly in sports, you know. At the same time, we know that if you don't speak out, who will speak out? So you have to go out there. You have to fight. And there could, there could be repercussions. You never know. Uh, you know, the Swimming Federation will call and say, there's no need to get involved. You know, our federation is very clean. You know, this. But we have been in the sport for so long. We want to see change. Nisha says, the thing with sexual harassment is, it's a topic that's never talked about enough. And even when it is talked about, it's played down, like in the case of the protesting wrestlers. See, one thing is, of course, sexual harassment in India is one such a, you know, like not talked about enough. Because as a society, we feel like, oh, maybe they've done something to deserve it. This is such a bad, old, traditional you know, terrible thing for victims where they feel guilt. 
were talking up about this, you know. And when you have somebody like Bridge Bhushan Singh saying, oh, I gave them fatherly hugs. They misconstrued it. These are not idiots. These are girls who've been taught. In schools, they are taught about good touch and bad touch. We educate them. So these are not, you know, illiterate people who are just being paid by some political party to bring these up to the forefront. These are girls who are well-traveled, educated, you know, champions of our country who are saying this is not right. There's things he's said, he's done. The issue with sexual harassment is people think of it as, oh, they were not raped. So, you know, what's the big deal? What is, you know, it's not that serious. That really has to stop because the scope is so large. It could be sexual comments. It could be inappropriate touch. Uh, it could be so many things, asking for sexual favors. Even if you're not given the favors, it doesn't. Ha- the act is not committed. It is still sexual harassment. And we have a youngster involved. So the POSCO, you know, so many things that need to come into play. An Indian Express report had pointed out how multiple sporting bodies in India didn't even have an internal complaints committee. The starting point for dealing with cases of sexual harassment. Nisha says that the wrestlers' protest shows just how ineffectual existing mechanisms are to deal with sexual harassment, especially if the person accused is powerful. These girls did bring these claims to light many months ago. They not only brought it up to the Federation, they brought it up to the IOA, who is the governing body of sports in India. You know, I'm sure they've even got up to the Sports Authority of India and nothing has been done. You know, because he's somebody who's in power, somebody who's very powerful, they didn't want to get involved. So I think the first thing we need to do is have a separate body. I know in Bangalore, one case happened where this was not a sexual harassment, but a physical abuse that happened to one girl where the coach slapped her and her ear started bleeding. And it was from one of the swimming pools where I used to compete when I was, you know, younger. So they went directly to the Women and Child's Rights Commission in the state. And they actually called up a lot of people, did a proper investigation. So they took the matter very seriously. It went up to the administration and uh, this person did get penalized. I think he still kept his job. But, uh, you know, at least there was some action taken. He had to apologize to the girl. Now, unfortunately, he continues with his job and she had to quit the sport, you know. Sports federations, first of all, are just about barely, you know, administered well because most of the time it's always uh, administered by mostly politicians who really don't have the athlete's best interest at heart. The wrestlers' protest in Delhi has often been deemed political by supporters of the BJP because of the presence of Congress and Ahmadmi party leaders at the protest site. After the wrestlers were detained, Altered images of them were shared on social media to claim their actions were part of a political conspiracy. BJP MP and Culture Minister Meenakshi Lekhi was filmed running as a reporter chased her asking her questions about the protest. Sports Minister Anurag Thakur sought to calm things down by touting the government's investment in sports and asking wrestlers to have faith in the system. जांच पूरी होने दीजिए आप प्रदर्शन अगर आपको नहीं लगता आप उसके बाद भी कर सकते हैं लेकिन आपको सुप्रीम कोर्ट पे पुलिस पे खेल विभाग पे किसी पे विश्वास तो करना पड़ेगा निशा सेज द आर्ग्युमेंट दैट दिस प्रोटेस्ट इज पॉलिटिकली मोटिवेटेड जस्ट मे नॉट फाइंड एनी सपोर्ट एनीमोर आई थिंक इट्स पास्ट ऑल दैट आई थिंक द यू नो द बीजेपी कांट रियली गेट अवे विद दिस एनीमोर सेइंग दिस इज पॉलिटिकली मोटिवेटेड It is very, very clear these girls are very serious. Otherwise, by now, with so much of pressure from the government, police, they would have stopped. If it was something small, if it was one person, 
these are many girls they are very very certain of what happened for all you know there'll be other people also come out against this person because if you know once a sexual offender you know there'll be many many instances and for all you know it has been kept quiet in the past now it's at a point of no return i think this last part where you know their entire um, the their pro- place of protest was broken down they were manhandled on the streets of our country i think that was the last straw i think the country is demanding justice the channels are not leaving it alone the newspapers have flashed it everywhere and the kind of stark uh, you know the hypocrisy of having that few meters away the new parliament building but just the hypocrisy of not being able to protect your own people you know immediately if something happened and they had to see those visuals you know as a human being you'd want to call those girls you know forget about what your advisor said you want to call those people in and call these girls and apologize profusely and say okay enough you know stop this we are we hear you we will look into it and start the process of trying to get justice for these girls you know but this is none of this is coming nisha says what's angering people and ex athletes like her is the lack of remorse for the treatment meted out to the wrestlers these protests are ongoing and there's no sense of remorse there's no Uh, you know even if you listen to the tv channels when their spokespeople are talking they're just skitting around the topic they're trying to talk about all the good they've done if you can't do this there's no use of throwing money at sport and saying we support sport and you know they're so proud of our athletes when you can't give them the like you said the 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 most basic human right which is to be heard you know in a democracy every uh, citizen deserves to be heard and these girls are not being heard they're saying that very clearly if you read their uh you know statement it's so sad like i was in the car and i i had tears in my eyes reading the statement uh it's so like i i wouldn't want my kids to read it because i don't want to put them off from sport for the rest of their life so as much as i can do it you know in my power i will continue to do nisha says what's needed in this case now is complete transparency from those handling the case in various organizations the number of press conferences we have for no reason we want to see and hear a press conference about this from the people at the helm of things whether it's the prime minister the president the ioa president we want to know what concrete steps are taking and we want you know bridge bhushan singh to be penalized now what that you know a uh, penalty is that is obviously up to the courts or up to the police to decide but nothing has been done so i think the the public is angry they're furious and i, I think we will not stop talking about this and now i think you will see in a few days time because the government will realize that they have no other option you know they are hoping that other more important in their mind stories will come to the forefront and these girls will be forgotten they'll give up they can kind of break their will but these girls there's a reason they are olympic winner medalists and they are world champions they are you know women of steel so they will not stop and we should not stop till there is actually justice in this case while we were speaking with nisha on tuesday the 30th of may the international governing body for wrestling the united world wrestling issued a statement expressing concern over the treatment of the protesting wrestlers by the delhi police days later the international olympic committee issued a similar statement nisha says she is hopeful that this protest and its fallout could help kickstart the process of india's sporting bodies taking sexual harassment much more seriously i think that's the best thing that could happen because only if the wrestling federation and the ioc the international olympic committee come out very strongly only then you'll see something major taking place so i think this is a great step where the international media will pick this up international sports you know bodies are also hearing about this like i said this is just forcing now the government the indian olympic association 
to take this matter very seriously so i think in a lot of ways however much these girls are being tortured they have already you know uh, done so much more than any other athletes have been able to do in terms of highlighting injustice sexual harassment so in my eyes they are already winners like much more than winning you know medals for our country this is a much bigger cause and i think the way this eventually ends up or you know is uh, sorted out or the perpetrators hopefully brought to uh, these girls get the justice and he's brought to task i think this will set a very good precedent in the future so that's why this is one of the most important fights like me too just became a movement all around the world and this also has to be something where sports people will not do it because then we'll have so many more female athletes who continue in the sport it's not that this doesn't happen to male athletes either but they will speak up they will get heard they will hopefully be committees put into place maybe uh, at a state level at an at a national level where their grievances can be heard where proper action can be taken Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunai Marathe and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at typodcast@timesinternet.in.